Let's talk about aging narcissists. Very often they end up not getting the same sort of supply they did when they were younger. There are a number of reasons for this. Maybe they've just been too mean to people around them. Maybe they just don't have the same assets they once had. Narcissistic supply could come in the form of a person. It could come in the form of attention, anything like that, and they need it. So since they're not getting the life's blood that they need, the narcissistic supply, they display narcissistic injury almost perpetually. And as they sort of writhe helplessly in pain, they feel like their whole world is falling down around them. It's kind of sad to watch from the outside. Then they take it out on the people around them. They shove narcissistic rage in your face. They are guilt tripping, all kinds of stuff. So how do narcissists change as they get older? And how do the family dynamics change in that situation? We all know that a narcissist loves to be the center of attention. And we all know that they desperately need supply. They need praise. They need adoration, admiration. And as they get older, this sometimes becomes harder to get a hold of. Here's the hard part for narcissists. Because our society generally considers young people to be beautiful people, many aging narcissists struggle. Now, not all narcissists get their approval and attention through their looks, but for those who do, and even for those who don't, the aging process can be really painful. Getting older because of our societal standards about youth and beauty can certainly mean losing a certain amount of status, social standing, all of that stuff. And of course, when the aging narcissist peeks at themselves in the mirror, what do you think they see? They see someone who's losing out, someone who is going downhill, and this is devastating for them. So as the narcissist gets older, they will experience feelings of distress and upset and anger and frustration, among other things. Their interpersonal issues will definitely increase. All of their relationships will be affected from the relationships at home all the way to the relationships with people they work with and even strangers. They might have a tendency toward feeling depressed or even suicidal. Since they require narcissistic supply in order to sort of stabilize their own identity, the lack of it is a huge detriment to the narcissist's identity. Pathological narcissism is really defined by an unstable self image. So the aging narcissist will often alternate between their attempts to draw attention and get approval and praise to extreme sadness, anxiety, vulnerability, which leads them to increasingly lower self-esteem. You may not be able to read this as you first meet the person or even if you're in a relationship with them because they're still going to act like they have that sense of entitlement and they're still going to act like they're better than you. But in addition to the mental health issues that go with pathological narcissism and aging, you might notice certain self-destructive behaviors with a narcissist as they get older. This might be things like cheating and of course this would include risky sexual behavior. They might start driving in a crazy way or start using drugs or alcohol. Definitely, they're going to take more risks and certainly do more in order to get attention from other people. They'll become increasingly outrageous. It's important to note, though, that their potential use of alcohol and drugs and their potential to take unnecessary risks with their lives and the lives of others is certainly reflective of their need for attention, but it also allows them to numb themselves in order to overcome any feelings that they have of shame and loneliness and emptiness. They may also begin to be very aggressive with you and other people in your life, and that's just a straight up reaction to their self-esteem being threatened. 
So what do they do? They do a number of different things. One of the things they might do in a family situation is they might start to try to live vicariously through children or grandchildren, try to get attention that way. In some cases, the narcissist might be okay with kind of fading into the background as long as they can get attention and admiration vicariously through one of the other people in their life or in another form. So for example, rather than brag about their own accomplishments, they might start bragging about the accomplishments of their children or grandchildren because somehow they have affected that person. Or if they don't have children, they might take credit for the accomplishments of nieces or nephews or the neighbor's kid, anybody they've affected in any way. It's all about getting approval for something. Like, hey, look what I did. I helped that kid become amazing. So that means it's my experience. Needy narcissism is something that we see in probably many narcissists, right? But we see it frequently in aging narcissists for obvious obvious reasons, we all need more help as we get older. But in this case, we're talking about the need for narcissistic supply, which in case you weren't aware, is a Freudian term that basically defines a mechanism in a person who is requiring, you know, the constant attention, the admiration, the affirmation, all of that stuff. They need attention from other people in order to secure their own little ego because they tend to have very low self-esteem because as they age, their self-esteem may wane and they may not have had a lot of self-esteem to begin with. The concept has been described by psychologist Otto Fenchel in 1938. He introduced this theory to describe a kind of admiration that was used as almost a sustenance, a food from their environment or a person, and that it was necessary for their self-esteem. Now this was built on a Freudian concept, as I mentioned, of narcissistic satisfaction, as well as on the work of psychoanalyst Carl Abraham. Feinchel believed that narcissistic need came from their early childhood in which children were able to maintain a sense of equilibrium based on the sort of support of their parents. Feinschel, of course, identified two different strategies that would be used for obtaining this supply, including aggression and ingratiation. Of course, these are two completely different approaches, but could later develop into either sadistic or submissive behaviors in adulthood. Now, interestingly enough, psychoanalyst Otto Kernberg actually considered a malignant narcissist to be primarily identified by the fact that they had no regard for other people unless they could be idealized sources of narcissistic supply. Now, Heinz Kohut, another psychologist, said he saw those people with NPD as disintegrating mentally if they were cut off from their source of narcissistic supply, which is basically the collapsed narcissist described. You might be wondering, how does a narcissistic collapse happen. Why does it happen? Almost inevitably, a narcissistic collapse happens because there's a narcissistic crisis. So what does that mean? Similar to a midlife crisis, but not exactly. The narcissist feels powerless. They feel rejected. They feel unworthy. And this feels like hell to them. The ultimate narcissistic injury. Interesting thing here is it's not just like they break up with someone or someone leaves them. Sometimes the loss of supply might just be because their main source of supply is going on a trip or going away from the home or whatever. And so when they aren't getting that supply or even the idea that they might not have that supply for a period of time, they're devastated. They can't handle it. They will be depressed. They will feel lonely. They will feel anxious. It's difficult. So the way that a lot of them try to fix this is they'll look for higher grade supply or supply from anyone. Sometimes it doesn't happen and then we have the collapse. What's interesting is that all of these points lead to the conclusion that people providing supply are treated like an extension of the narcissist. So no personal boundaries are ever recognized for those people. 
In fact, many times the narcissist doesn't even really see them as individual people. They see them as simply a piece of themselves. Another thing that happens to the aging narcissist is seriously heavy denial. They deny that they're getting older. So essentially, even though they are getting older, they don't let themselves see it. So they live in this stage of, yeah, I'm just a 28 year old like I used to be. They might even hang out with kids. They don't allow themselves to grow old gracefully. They allow themselves to walk around looking like someone who is trying to hard to say the very least. Basically, they just don't allow the societal norm to get in their head. And in some ways, maybe it's a good thing, but in reality, it can be very difficult and distressing to the people around that person. You've seen those old episodes of like Maury where mom dresses like a hoe, give her a makeover, that kind of stuff. Well, this is how those people sometimes react to aging. They just never stop thinking they're young and beautiful and they keep dressing and acting like they are. Now, that's a really confusing thing because there's no reason that we shouldn't feel beautiful when we're over a certain age, but it's about respecting yourself and treating yourself with respect. Narcissists seem to treat themselves with respect, but so often their vanity seems to get the best of them. This might lead a narcissist to do things that can be really harmful for them. Like over the years, they might get ridiculous amounts of plastic surgery or liposuction and repeated episodes of surgery are dangerous for anybody. And the older we get, the more dangerous it might become. A lot of narcissists will actually begin to cheat if they haven't already with younger people in their relationships just because they need to feel attractive. Look, aging is not easy. For a lot of us, it means losing our excitement, losing our glow, facing our own mortality. It's scary and painful for anybody. But for me, I've seen a lot of really positive things. For example, 20 years ago, I was broke as a joke. Today, I'm a lot healthier and a lot better. I know a lot more than I knew in my 20s. I am relishing watching my children grow up. I wish they'd slow down a little, but I'm really enjoying that, and that's an amazing part of getting older. I understand who I am as a person in ways I never did in my 20s. I've let go of things that don't matter in the world. I, I don't focus on things I can't control. I'm generally 100% healthier and happier than I was in my 20s. But aging narcissists do something a little different. They become bitter and angry. Instead of growing up and doing a little better for themselves, maturing, getting smarter, wisdom, that kind of stuff, they kind of remain emotionally stunted. They stay where they always have been. They see getting older as a series of failures on their part. Like I said, they deal with the denial and they also throw rage in there, resentment, and of course, eventually, sometimes resignation where they just give up. Because they held on so tightly to the way they looked or their money or their stuff, the connections they had, even their fame, if they were famous, they become increasingly self-centered, if you can imagine. They become very needy, and it's an intense form of neediness that makes their children and the people around them feel miserable. They might deal with depression. They might deal with all kinds of things. And I've even heard more than one story where an aging narcissist took their own life. They feel victimized by everything. They blame other people for all the things that are wrong in their life. That's pretty common for narcissists. Basically, they become an extreme, terrible version of what they were before. They become their worst selves. They are still abusive. They're still mean. They're angry and bitter, stiff and rigid, incredibly paranoid, defensive, isolated, and desperate. They live in their delusions. Another thing that tends to happen is that because they're so selfish and self-focused and because they have no empathy and no compassion for other people, as they get older, their friendships kind of dwindle sometimes, at least the real friendships. They kind of end up alone, isolated. If their spouses are still with them, they've probably withdrawn in order to defend themselves. And so they're not getting a lot of 
of positive feedback there. And many times the spouses have been gone for a while because they recognized what they were dealing with and got the heck out of there. Can't blame them. If they have adult children and the children are aware of what's going on, then many times they've cut contact or at least physically or emotionally backed away from the person because of their toxicness. If they have grandchildren, they may not even know their grandchildren, again, because their adult children put boundaries in place to protect their children. Even neighbors and friends probably have pulled away at least up to a point because of the ridiculous amount of arrogance and insecurity and selfish crap that the narcissist spits at them, or because of their rudeness, or their sense of entitlement, or the way they act like they're better than everybody. Something interesting that happens to a lot of aging narcissists is that because so many of their people have backed away from them and their social status is gone, they don't really have a lot of things to talk about or think about. So a lot of them will start to think they are superior to other people because of who those people are. So you'll see a lot of bigotry coming out in these people. They might become a racist or they might become an anti-gay person or they might become a sexist. It makes them feel like they've got more power if they can feel like they're better than someone because of the color of their skin or their sexuality or their sex. It's pretty ridiculous, but it's a common thing. Here's a little more information for you. Take a look. Why do some aging narcissists always seem to date people who are much younger than they are? So the question is, both of the narcissists I dealt with are older people. One of them I know for sure consistently pursues people 20 years younger than them. Do they like age gaps? Is it a way to feel power and control by dealing with younger people? The first thing you have to know about a narcissist who chooses to date people who are much younger than them is that they are not necessarily the standard. The fact is that every Everyone's unique regardless of personality disorders and as a result of that we all deal with different concerns in different ways. This is also true for people with narcissistic personality disorder. Some of them might be looking for younger people, others for older people, but one thing you can say about every narcissist is they're looking for someone who is willing to give them good, strong narcissistic supply. Age is not usually an issue. Most often it's about the fact that someone gives them solid, unending adoration or fuel for their ego in some way. This will cause them to glow and shine and flirt back with with nearly anyone. So as we continue this video, I want you to keep in mind that this does depend on the type of narcissist and their own personal preferences and behavior. We are going to discuss the psychology of a narcissist who chooses to date younger people exclusively. I think age gaps can be very attractive for narcissists because of the fact that narcissists are looking for something very specific in a relationship. Let me explain. So we're going to come at this from two angles today. First of all, we're going to talk about five things every narcissist wants in every relationship relationship. Number one, a narcissist seeks someone who will constantly stroke their ego. So they're always looking for somebody, whether it's a romantic partner or otherwise, who will stroke their ego, who will make them feel good about themselves. Number two, the narcissist is looking for someone who's strong, someone who's steady, someone they can count on all the time to give them supply, to stroke their ego, to help them with anything that they want or need in the world. Someone to take care of them. Number three, a narcissist is looking for, in general, someone who is empathetic. There's a, a real specific reason for that. They want someone who will take care of their emotional needs and in some cases their physical needs as well. Number four, narcissists are looking for people who are intelligent and this is in part to prove to others that they are intelligent because they figure if they can get a hold of an intelligent person and wrangle them into some sort of relationship, whether it's a personal one or a professional one, 
they can appear smarter to other people. You know what they say, you know, like minds and all that. Number five, a narcissist is looking for someone who is so self-sufficient that they need no one. They're looking for someone who handles his or her own needs so that they aren't required to do so, even though they will ask you to handle their needs. They're always looking for someone who will make them feel good about themselves on a number of levels. And they will gravitate toward people they want to be like or people who they think reflect themselves very well, the version of themselves that they would like the world to see. That might mean they'll be looking for people who the narcissist thinks is somehow impressive. So then again, they would feel more impressive by being associated with that person. And of course, they're going to look for someone who is an empath someone who will avoid hurting them in any way because narcissists as we all know have this whole narcissistic injury issue and so that leads right back to them wanting to find someone who won't injure them on a narcissistic level and who will make them feel good about themselves and of course again they want someone who looks good on their arm as in makes everyone around them think that they've done well that they've upgraded or they've done better than they could have done a person who reflects well enough on the eyes of others so if other people look at this person and are impressed by them in some way by their beauty their intelligence their status whatever then they're almost good enough for the narcissist at least in the short term bottom line they're looking for someone who validates everything about them everything they think feel say believe do and who represents all of the ideals that they would like in a partner or a relationship what it all boils down to is that what a narcissist is searching for does not exist in real life. Everyone they meet, they will idealize up to a point, as you may know. They will put them up on the pedestal. They will love bomb. And they will act as though that person can do no wrong. The very moment that person begins to show just a tiny bit of humanity, they're going to knock them right off the pedestal. Their expectations are unrealistic. And as we've discussed before, they have unstable object constancy. And as I kind of alluded to, this leads them to be in relationships where the sparkle just kind of dulls off quickly and the moment that their partner shows a more human side to themselves they are devalued and discarded often cyclically throughout the relationships so narcissists are most often searching for this external means of regulation of self-regulation because they have unstable emotions and very low self-esteem even those who seem to have very high self-esteem it's artificial and because they pick their partner through the same kind of lens that they're looking at their whole messed up lives through, based on how they feel about themselves in that person's presence, it often does not serve the partner well at all. In general, they feel more powerful, more knowledgeable, and maybe by dating a younger person, they can be more in control. They might have more money, they might have more things to give them, but ultimately they feel like they have more knowledge. And since we know that narcissists tend to be emotionally stunted, in some cases you'll see them with younger people for that very reason. Those people feel more their age mentally. With that being said, there are also very selfish reasons as we can all imagine for that and almost none of them are directly related to the previous source of supply. Let's dig into that a little bit. Remembering that narcissists are all about the ego and anything they can do to build it up, you can recognize that anything that might lower their self-esteem would be considered a threat. For some narcissistic people, this means that they also want a mate, as I explained, who in some way raises their self-esteem. And of course, for many people, one of the easiest ways to do this is to find someone much younger and more attractive. So what are the benefits of dating someone younger? Well, first of all, younger people might be easier to impress. By dating a younger person, a narcissist has the opportunity to appear more educated, more worldly, and to have much more life experience. This gives them a certain sense of superiority and degree of control. That and, of course, a younger person might be more likely to admire a narcissist and respect their opinions. Dating someone in their own social class 
class or age group, a narcissist is more likely to find themselves with an equal in regard to their life experience, education, etc. And they are probably also more likely to have things that the younger person doesn't, such as their own home, a career, a car, a big bank account. As a result, the new supply might be more likely to idealize the narcissist or ask them for guidance and help. They would not expect necessarily to be treated as an equal. Another reason that narcissists might date younger people is for the whole arm candy idea. Youth, as we all know in our society, is sort of a valued commodity, to say the very least. You don't see a bunch of middle-aged Chippendales or Victoria's Secret models walking around in the world, and a lot of narcissists think that walking into a party or social event with a much younger person on their arm could add to their status and even in some cases make them seem younger themselves. Of course, the new person wouldn't really be valued as a person so much as they would be treated like a shiny new sports car, just a possession, something that would get the admiration of other people. This envy of the narcissist peers would of course add to the fire that is his or her ego. We also need to consider the fact that narcissists tend to have shallow relationships. So when an older narcissist dates a younger person, they generally settle for looks as opposed to interesting conversation or intellectual debate. That doesn't mean that younger people aren't as smart as older people, it's just that coming from different generations might make it more difficult to have common experiences or shared memories of certain times in the world. While an older narcissist might have a little trouble keeping up with a younger person, they might also feel that spending time with that person and their friends could distract them from their own aging. As we've discussed before, getting older tends to bring out some narcissistic injuries. People become less attractive, they lose strength, they lose a certain amount of power in society, a certain amount of status, but dating someone who's younger or even marrying them might feel like a second chance to a narcissist to sort of experience youth and even slow down their own aging process up to a point. Bottom line, many narcissists will see people who are younger than they are as status symbols. They love to show off what they know, and if they can, they might even show off by spending money on this person to give them experiences they haven't had yet. This again will help them boost their ego. This type of narcissist is far less likely to try to impress someone their own age because this person would be more likely to know the things that they know. That's all I've got for you right now, but as always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life, and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right there and right there and while you're here hit that subscribe button so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together i'll see you soon